Uh, g'day, Dave McDonald here, uh, coming to you from Salt Church, Bonnie Hills. Uh, it's good to have you with us. Uh, if you're listening in online, uh, welcome. Uh, we're looking at uh, who Jesus is, at why he came, and at what he wants from us. They're three important questions to explore, and there's not a better day in the year to explore them than Good Friday. I'm glad that uh, you get to do that uh, with me, and um, I'd encourage you, if you've got a Bible there, to keep it open at Mark chapter 8. But before we get into it, uh, let's pray. Father, I thank you that we can hear your word. I uh, pray that you'll help me to speak it truthfully and clearly, uh, and that you'll give us all understanding, not simply in our heads, but in our hearts, a desire to trust you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we've been exploring at Salt Church over the last few weeks uh, who Jesus is from this biography called Mark's Gospel. And uh, what we've discovered is that he does extraordinary things. He teaches extraordinary things. He has a massive impact on people. And he calls people to trust him. And uh, I want us to uh, look at this again uh, here on Good Friday because it takes us to the very core of what it is to be Christian. Um, it's not dealing with the fluff on the edges. Uh, it's not kind of Christian tribalism here, one denomination versus another. Uh, what we're dealing is the bare bones, absolute core facts of the Christian faith. So follow it with me, if you will. Uh, Mark chapter 8, and we're going to pick it up at verse 27. First of all, looking at this topic, who is Jesus? Uh, Jesus and his disciples uh, went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked them, who do people say that I am? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. What about you, he asked, who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, you are the Messiah. Now, the responses aren't particularly surprising. I mean, you've... Uh, You've seen the impact of Jesus as we've been reading through these chapters. He's been healing people. Uh, he's been delivering people from uh, the oppression of demons. He's been teaching with incredible authority. He's been gathering a crowd. He's been feeding the 5,000. Uh, he's even raised uh, a little girl from the dead. And clearly, uh, he's a man in the, in the kind of prophetic tradition and so they, uh, they, they say, John the Baptist, Elijah, one of the prophets, not surprising. But that's a little bit like the Gallup poll question, isn't it? Like, who are, the, who are the population saying that Jesus is? And the more important question Jesus puts to his disciples, what about you? Who do you say that I am? And Peter replies, you are the Messiah. Now, he's, he's hit the nail on the head, but what does he mean? Um what he means uh, is a Hebrew word, Messiah, that if we were to say it in Greek would be Christ, that if we were to translate it into English means the anointed king. So what Peter says is you're the anointed king. You're the king that was promised. You're the one that the Jewish people have been looking forward to for centuries. And I reckon what was in Peter's mind is we're looking to you to save us. We're looking for you to step in and rule, overthrow the uh, Romans and uh, their oppression, and we want to be your subjects. 
And Jesus then warns them not to tell anyone. Now, why would he do that? Well, I think he knows that they haven't quite worked out yet what kind of a king he's going to be. Which brings us to the second question, why did he come? And so in verse 31, we read, He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. It's an extraordinary exchange, that, isn't it? First thing, notice that Jesus has a mission. Uh, There are a lot of important words Uh, in what Jesus has to say here. But one that you might skip over uh, is really defining, and it's the word must. Four letters in English. There's only three letters in Greek. It's a different word, the word day. But Jesus says that the Son of Man must suffer many things. He must be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the teachers of the law. He must be killed and after three days rise again. Jesus is on a divine mission. That is, there are things that he must do, that he's committed to doing, and Peter doesn't like it. Now, why is that? Well, it didn't fit with his box of what a Messiah should do. Uh, This is not a picture that you would expect of a king who's come to save his people, that he would die, that he would suffer at the hands of his own people, that he would be crucified. So what's going on? Well, friends, what we're seeing here is not just a, uh, well, it's not a, an assassination like a, a Martin Luther King or a JFK. Um, it is a travesty of justice, but there's a divine purpose that's at work here. And Jesus has come with a mission. Let, let me take you to uh, a, a verse, a, a few chapters on in Mark chapter 10. And uh, in Mark 10, uh, verse 45, we read Jesus saying this, That the Son of Man, that's how he often speaks of himself, and again, if you were to explore the background of Son of Man, it's a kingly uh, picture from Daniel chapter 7. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. I wonder if you've ever thought it strange that Christians celebrate Uh, this Friday, the execution of Jesus as being Good Friday. Does it strike you as a little weird that that for centuries Christians have had as the symbol, uh, the the picture, the statue, the the image that defines what they're on about as a cross? It's not just an icon. It's not a piece of jewellery. It's actually, in its day, a form of capital punishment. Can you imagine uh, hanging a little uh, electric chair, uh, gold piece around your neck? You wouldn't do that. 